This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Steve, I thought we were jumping right into summer. What's going on? <laughs> the outlook for the first half of the month is a bunch of unsettled winter-like weather. Huh? How about that? Go figure. The long-range weather models, they're saying it's going to be wet and it's going to be cool. Can't really say this weather is because of El Nino. I have been hearing a lot about El Nino, but it's uh, El Nino is not expected to arrive, if it arrives, until summertime. So I consider this cool weather actually a blessing. It's going to slow down all that rapid, otherwise rapidly melting snowpack. So it's, it's protecting us somewhat from flooding down below. Another topic, and this is a, this is a bizarre one. Uh, I read recently that our reliance on the internet is really a water guzzler. I okay, know. explain that to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know those data centers—they uh, require a lot of electricity because uh, computer chips they don't like the heat. So the uh, electricity creates the heat on the chips. The chips need to be cooled, and that uses a lot of water that turns the steam and goes into the atmosphere. And then there's also just the recognition that those data centers use a huge amount of electricity. And that also requires at the plant that creates the electricity a lot of steam, which goes into the atmosphere. So it's a double whammy. Google's data center, uh, the ones just in the U.S., okay, they consume, get this, 5,000 Olympic-sized pools. That's how much water evaporates into the atmosphere. This is uh, statistics from 2021. That's an incredible amount of water, just from one activity, in this case, Google's data centers. Uh, if you look at it another way, if you run on the, at their center, say, 20 to 50 uh, artificial uh, intelligence in- in queries, that requires about 17 ounces of fresh water, believe it or not, that turns to steam and is lost. So, so when we use our computers, we're actually using water. That's, that's uh, something I wasn't really realizing either. Wow, so it's back to the basics. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but our reserv- reservoirs are filled. Uh, why shouldn't we continue with how we've been using water and the Internet? One, one good or even phenomenal water year like, like this year doesn't really solve our water problems, as good as it looks right now. The Central Valley aquifers, they barely got a nudge on filling them back up again. They're severely depleted. They're not in balance. The Rocky Mountain watershed, okay, they receive a lot more water just like California, but we're not seeing that in in the Colorado River. The Colorado River is still looking at some pretty uh, serious problems, and th- nothing has really changed. And topping all that off, Mother Nature is becoming even more unpredictable from one year to the next. So, Good water years like this year barely put a dent in things and refilling aquifers and uh, maybe is it something we want to do, but also widely distributing water to all of our storage options is what we want to continue to do. And it's taking a, a rethinking how we use uh, water and power. I mean, we're, we're looking at, at, at all these things, uh, data centers, uh, agriculture, the whole, the whole nine yards. We have to do things differently and 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 time will tell as far as how we make these uh, changes and how we can uh, weather through the extremes that we'll be experiencing. Okay, then I suppose we need better ways to manage our water here in California than we're using right now. Oh, we re- we really do. One of our main management tools these days in the Western United States is the water rates, the current water rate system. 
and ours is a bit of a hybrid in California, but nevertheless, it's a system that gives priority to the age of a person's water usage, okay? It's called the first-in-time, first-in-right. You know, if you were out there using the water first, it's yours first when it's available. But there is a bit of a moral dilemma with that as we have uh, increased with so many people relying on water in our state. And an example of this would be um, during a really low year, a drought year, using the water rights system that we have right now, we may have to tell a municipality that is really has a very low water right. In other words, they're the last one to get their water. We may have to tell them, uh, you know, boy, yes, we don't have enough water this year. There's just not enough to go around. Darn, I, I hope it's better for you guys next year. While the 100,000 people that that municipality represents need water every day. What do you do? Okay, this dilemma is going to show up more and more. I know it's already shown up in the state of, Cal- of uh, Washington, Washington State. And this matter of time, it'll probably start happening here as, as well. We passed a water law also in California um, a number of years ago f- that states that everyone has a right to safe and affordable water without discrimination. Okay, so this prioritizes water for personal and domestic use. So there are changes that are happening. But thinking of that law that specific law about the rights to safe and affordable water I, makes me wonder about the merits of, say, this proposed Rise Gold Mine, just as an example, um, and the contingencies that you need to respond to the right to safe, affordable water, okay? This is a really big deal because uh, in that particular dewatering scenario, there's some real concerns over uh, uh, people's wells going dry. And um, you need a robust, comprehensive program that's going to incorporate monitoring for triggers surrounding these wells, the ones that will be impacted. And if you don't do that, there could be people who will not receive their right to safe and affordable water without discrimination. It's, it's, it's a problem how this will show its face. I'm just using the, Rise Gold, the potential Rise Gold project as an example. But this is true in so many other categories, too. So, so time will tell. I, I predict that California will eventually adapt their current water rights system because it's an archaic one. It's an old one. And when that happens, it will be unprecedented. I can tell you that. And um, just recognize the current water rights system is really very old. So keep on listening and keep on watching. Well, a lot of information, Steve. Thank you very much. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker. You can email him with your questions at water at operationunite.co.